Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Aaron and I am so glad that you're here. Today I had the chance to talk to Courtney and Max on what it looks like to just be approachable, uh, just to be overall nice um, on a wedding day for our couples, for the planners, for really anyone we come across. And they had some really incredible things to say. So let's dive right in. Who are you guys? When did you get started? How did you fall into all of this? Yeah. All right. So we're Max and Courtney Smith. We're from Kenneth Kevin Media. And I thought I should start by answering this question because back in about 2015-ish is when Kenneth Kevin started. It kind of got its bearings, or not its bearings, but got its like introduction when I got involved with photography. So Kenneth Kevin Media started as a photography only company, if, if you'd say that, but it actually started out more as like a hobby for me. I got my uh, first Canon Rebel T5 and was shooting on that yes. and then the T50 for, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, where a lot of people start, but um, that's what I started with. And I did a lot of weddings not a, a lot, but just a for hand, a hobby. Like a, like yeah, a handful of photography. Yeah. Yeah. For a hobby because both Max and I had been, went to school and had been working in ministry for um, during that time. Um, Max for worship leading and, and myself as a youth pastor. And um, so, yeah, we were just doing photo for fun and Max would help me for the weddings as my second shooter. And it was just a blast. We enjoyed doing that. And then a couple years later, one of the students that I mentored grew up and she got engaged. And for some crazy, weird reason, she asked us to film her wedding. And I think she thought, well, if we have an eye for photo, we'll probably have an eye for video and like can figure it out. Um, so we're like, okay, because... Uh, back in 2014, when we got married, we had a wedding videographer ourselves and Max got super like interested in it and, and kind of passionate about it. He was just really fascinated by filmmaking. And so he was all for it. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And so we spent about a year and a few months, uh, he spent a year and a few months just YouTubing, learning, yeah. like learning everything he could about uh, wedding filmmaking. Um, it was like the greats back then, Matt Johnson and Craig Adams, when they were in their prime yes. releasing all those tutorial videos. And like we were, I was just like teaching myself everything I could. And at the same time, we started a little like video announcement sector of the church we were working at because they desperately needed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so like we, you know, invested in, or like the church invested a bunch of gear, which we got practice with and got our hands on. And um, so I just started doing a lot of little mini projects here and there and editing and whatnot, and just was loving the process. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. When I discovered, you know, like creating a video in 24 frames per second, like, oh, wow, that makes a huge difference. Um, you know, we're used to seeing like the 60 frame per second home video look and so like I don't know what it was but like but when we discovered that and like in slow-mo we were freaking out oh if God, you go God. on our Facebook business page in the history there's like this there's this thing that's saying like big things are coming and it was literally like an iPhone <laughs> video of the laptop 
of us doing an experiment with Courtney whipping her hair around in slow-mo. We're like, like, cool things are coming. Like, we hadn't even <laughs> done video yet, but we were, like, thought we were so cool. Yes, but, I love that. But, um, but yeah, we, um, yeah, but I was just, we were self-teaching a lot of stuff, and then we were on our way to that wedding, um, finally, when the time came, and I'll never forget, we were driving to the wedding. I look at Courtney, I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life. Like, we were hmm. just so excited in that, but... Um, sorry, I totally sidetracked there, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we shot that wedding, enjoyed it, loved it. And, but we kind of thought like, is this, this is maybe it. I don't know. We, we didn't really have a plan or anything, but fast forward, um, few years, Max is working in Detroit or Ann Arbor, Michigan as a worship pastor. And I'm, we're parents of two toddlers and, and COVID hits and we're like, okay, we need to take a step back and just life is fragile. We don't have, we don't know what's going to happen. So let's just like live our life how we would want to and live life to the fullest, be as purposeful as we possibly can. And uh, we made the decision, Max ultimately made the decision to leave his job as a worship pastor to do this wedding filmmaking full time without any bookings, nothing. We just... We're wow. so, like, we took just this leap of faith. Um, it was scary. It was so scary. It was scary because, like, we were used to having the nine-to-five salary, and it was a great church. I mm-hmm. still I still lead worship and play guitar there when I can as a volunteer. Um, and so, like, it wasn't, like, one of those, like, oh, that's a crappy nine-to-five job situation, and I just need to go off and start something on my own. It was, like, two amazing things you know, like I could either like leave and start this business and like be my own boss, which I have no idea how to do, or I could stay in this comfort and this safety net of this job that I actually really do love and a church I really love working at. Um, and so it was a lot of like prayer, a lot of conversations, a lot of tears, frankly, of just like trying to figure that out. Um, Cause we loved, I love the idea of working with my wife again and working with cameras. But when you're in ministry and you feel like you know, and we do, we are very spiritual. We do feel like God was calling us into full-time videography, which sounded so backwards. Like, why would he call you out of the church to do something non-church related? Um, but like, really, it was just, um, we, we just do ministry for free anyways. Like we, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I would have done it for free and I do it for free. Like I still play there and everything. Um, but yeah, we had no bookings when we quit uh, my nine to five in 2020 in December. Um, but regardless, we're like, let's just do this. Here we go. Um, long story short though, we ran some Facebook ads and, um, you know, started investing in some, a little better gear. We were on like Canon 80Ds at the time. And then we jumped ship to Sony, grabbed the A7S3, all that stuff. Um, and yeah, man, we connected with some wedding planners in our town like we just were hustling those first few months of 2021 of just like networking as much as possible super active on instagram just creating content in any way possible like showing up to style shoots doing free content for wedding planners like whatever we could like like what do we got to do to just start building this building our brand getting our name out there and we're still doing that we're still trying the best because it's only our second year in business now but we did fully book up 2021 like really fast and we're fully booked for this year, 2022, and we're sprinkling in 2023 now. And it's just been an amazing journey so far. We're loving every second of it. It's the hardest thing we've ever done because we are wearing all the hats, right? You're, 
you're the administrative person, you're the secretary, you're doing all the bookkeeping, you're doing all the taxes and, you know, we're outsourcing where we can, but, um, but I'm still creating my own hours. We are still creating our own hours and, and I've spent more time with my family than any other time in my life. And anyways, we love it. We love doing this. We love where we're at. Wow. That's incredible. In two years, that's insane. You guys, like you guys are killing it. Like I, I, just from the time that I've seen you guys and like just from everything, keeping up with what you guys are doing, like it's amazing. Um, and honestly, like I think one of the biggest things that kind of set you apart for, for me at least was just the way that you guys were so approachable <laughs> and everything and anything uh, when we got to just kind of be around you guys, you guys were just so approachable. You guys were just kind. Um <laughs> You guys were just like overall awesome to be around. Um, it was a breath of fresh air. Um, and I, I think that's like really outside of, uh, you know, the films and the photography and all of that. I think that's honestly just one of the biggest things that someone can have yeah. um, in this industry, in this business, <laughs> in order to really push and move forward. Um, it's true. And just from hearing you right now, like you guys being in ministry, I think that definitely has something to do with that. <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah. being around people, having to learn to work. And, and I'll say it this way, like to work with people, um, because that's ultimately what ministry is. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, and I can relate because I've so I do ministry at our church as well. Um, and it's, it's awesome, but it's frustrating at the same time. Sometimes <laughs> the people that are there, you know, like I'll, we love them, but it's also taught me, um, just how to love people, like yeah. genuinely mm-hmm. care and love for people. And I think, uh, you guys express that really well. Uh, so talk, talk a little bit about what does that look like? Um, especially now in, in the wedding business. Uh, in your own business and how has that affected and changed everything for yourselves, for your couples, uh, for planners, for, um, really anyone you come across. Cause sure. you hear, you hear about, you know, these threats on groups and stuff that are like, Hey, you know, I had this photographer that was such a butt, <laughs> you know, or like I had this videographer that just got in my way. Like, how am I supposed to tell them to, you know, just get like, get, get out of my shot or whatever. And I'm just thinking like, man, like there's something missing there that is just easy to do. And that's just to be kind and just to be respectful um, and to just be real with people. So can you just just talk about what does that look like in your own business? Yeah. um, So I like how you said that, you know, ministry might be a part of it. And it's probably true because when you're in ministry, um, you're working with volunteers Right, like as a paid worship pastor, I was working with volunteers, and um, the expectations at the church I was working at was like really high. Um, it's like a seven campus church, and there, um, there's just like a lot going on all the time. It's like a well-oiled machine, and so like showing up as a musician or a singer on the weekend, like four or five service, you know, weekend, um, it's the expectations were high, and. Like they're not paid though. These aren't paid. These are volunteers. And so like, like you have to learn and whether it's this church or or any other church, like that's usually the case. And so it's like, you have to learn to be patient and gracious with people constantly. 
and I've been doing the ministry gig since I honestly, since I've just been in church since I was born. That's just all I've ever known, <laughs> which is another reason it was so hard to leave the job because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm about to do something completely different for the first yeah. time in my life. Um, total career change, but um, that probably plays a part into it because um, I don't have like the magical words for those situations because we still run into those, you know, vendors as well that just aren't people, uh, people. They're just kind of hard to deal with, mm-hmm. you know? I don't have like a magical phrase or anything that works for them, but like, except just have grace, have grace for them. Like, and, and most importantly, I think one of the things that we go into weddings with other vendors, like they're not just another vendor, they are people, they're people. Mm -hmm. And like, I, we call a photographers, our goal is to call photographers like a week before the wedding, before every wedding to connect with them. And I say like, Hey, like, I want us to appear as one unit, as one team to the bride. I don't want to appear as two people competing for time Mm -hmm. with Mm. the bride and groom. I want to appear as one unit. So how can we do that? How can we set each other up for success? Um, What are your expectations from videographers? And I'll communicate my expectations to you as as a photographer. And we've been photographers before. And so like, how can, you know, I I resonate, like just, just trying to connect on every level possible. So when the big day comes, like, that we are at least getting along on a fundamental level and that we can be civil with each other and like that. And we know how to share that space, you know? Um, and then planners like, yeah, we, we kiss their butt. Cause they are, they are the, <laughs> like, the, they are the link to more referrals and to more work. But honestly, it's not even just that, like we've actually loved the relationships we've built with planners so far, like since we started in 2021, um, and I don't know, I guess just like to answer your question, it's just like joy, just mm. being happy. Like this is an industry of love. Like we are literally in, in the business of love. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're a part of capturing that. And like, if you can't show up on the most important day of these people's lives and have a smile on your face while you're doing it, not just the bride and groom, but to everyone around you, like be aware that like you are around everyone, everyone's watching you. Um, or like everyone's working with you, like photographers and videographers I'm speaking to mainly, but planners as well. Like that attitude is so important. And like, we don't have it all together. We, we have two toddlers. We have very stressful days almost every day in this household. Cause it's, yeah. we have, you know, two year old and almost four year old now. And it's crazy. Yeah. And, um, and, but we got to put that aside when the big day comes for these brides, we got to set that aside and just, give our best to these brides. And like, I think that's helped us to, to just embrace that mentality and embrace the importance of, of doing that. Mm. You know, well, I, don't, well, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say to that, but. No, I think you covered that. Yeah. That <laughs> no, yeah. And you're right. And I think just uh, putting that like to the side for a second and hitting on that just a little bit more. Um, there are days where we just don't feel 100%. Right. Um, there's days where that we might have some issues happening at home um, that we just really just can't get off our mind, right? Mm-hmm. Or conflict that may have um, risen the morning of a wedding because that never happens with the NC and I, right? It <laughs> <laughs> um, just things like that that kind of put a um, some kind of like roadblock, like emotional roadblock before a wedding day. 
Yeah. How do you, how do you translate that, or how do you prevent that from actually becoming expressive in your in the way that you look, in the way that you talk, in the way that you feel on a wedding day towards a bride? Because they're the ones that are the most stressed on the wedding day. Um, so how do you guys deal with that? Yeah, I think. Can I answer yeah. my side? Because yeah, we might have two different answers. But <laughs> for me, it's. I think when we go directly into the day, and we're still working on it, because there will be times when like I mess up, or like I do something that I wasn't supposed to, or like isn't part of the plan, you know, or like I'm just, you know, <laughs> getting in the shot, getting in the shot, <laughs> like just those things, that, you know, that never happens. <laughs> no, <right? laughs> um, but I think what we are are okay at like we're kind of getting better at every every single wedding is like we we focus more on the couple instead of ourselves and like you know what the the issue like not the issue but like the mistake is at hand like we one thing I wanted to make like just reiterate again and again through this this um chat is like empathy is super important on a wedding day empathizing with the vendors, empathizing, especially with our couple that day and realizing and feeling what they're feeling and, and, um, understand what they might be going through, the pressures, the stresses, the joy, even the love and all that, just try to, um, you know, focus in on that and, and realize like this couple is the most important today, not, not this great shot, not this, you know, opportunity that I could like get or not the argument that I want to have with the photographer or whatever. It's, it's the couple. And, um, I think as for me, for sure, is when I, when I snap out of maybe my feel, my own feelings and start feeling empathy and, and love for my couple, that's when I can, that's when we see success. That's when we see like good things happening that day. So yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, that's that's what I would say too. And then to add to that is, um, and I'll probably I might say this a couple more times, but like, like the way I see it, um, what we're doing is putting food on the table. It's keeping the roof over the heads. It's keeping mm -hmm. putting clothes on my kids' backs, and it's it's letting us live, right, survive. And um, and that was the scariest thing jumping into this, jumping into running a business. It's like. You are no longer being paid a salary or a paycheck, okay? You are 110% responsible for everything now. You're you're responsible to run your own taxes, to pay yourself, um, to be responsible for your finances. It's not like a steady paycheck, right? And in this business, especially some months, okay, this month you made 10 grand, and then the next two or three months you made nothing. Like, right. like it's just this weird, fluctuating thing sometimes in this business, in the wedding industry especially, but all I have to say, like, everything I'm doing on that wedding day is the best of my abilities to create more referrals to, to, and like she was saying, like, to empathize with, with the bride and groom, everyone around you, like, like that mentality, I think for me, like, it's just, it's driven by the fact that like, if I don't do this the best I can, I might not get more connections from this wedding. So whether the bride is paying $2,000 or $10,000 for that wedding, I'm going to treat it like a $10,000 wedding. And the biggest part of treating it like a $10,000 wedding is being one of the most respectable and respectful people in the room and loving on everyone and, and showing grace so that like when you leave that wedding day, there is no blame on you. Like I want to leave without any blame. 
we want to leave when with people saying like like Max and Courtney were like we're so gracious. I, like that's I guess that's what's in my mind is like what is the impression that we want to leave on everyone, not just the video we're making. What is the impression you want to leave on the bride and groom and the vendors we worked with? But to do and of course anyone is going to say like I want it to be a great impression. Cool. If you want to do that, then be respectable, empathize, mm-hmm. sympathize, be aware of what the photographer is doing. Be aware of how the bride is stressed or excited or whatever like just read the room constantly you're there to serve everyone Mm -hmm. serve just having servant-hearted and like having a servant-hearted mind and uh, mindset is like super important to us so i think that's part of what drives it yeah wow that is so good like empathize and be respectful i love that um i know that i can be a jerk sometimes um (laughs) on a wedding day especially when i'm like if I come in a little frustrated and like things that, you know, just kind of build throughout the day, like it's not, that's not my personality, but it happens. Right. Yeah. Um, and just, you're like, just being respectful. I think that's a big one. I think we missed the mark on that so many times, uh, and, and not on purpose, but because we're so focused on, okay, what's the timeline? Like what's happening? Yeah. Like somebody talk, comes to talk to you. It's, you don't feel it, but it's like, that was kind of rude. You know, like the way that we respond. Um, but it's, not, again, it's not because like that's who we are, right? Um, being, how do I say this? Um, when when it comes to a mother of a bride, mm-hmm. um, you, know, you know where this is going. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> say no more, fam. That's right. Um because those things happen, I think, and I think those moments like those, especially with when you have a mother of the bride or mother of the groom or someone who is just a little bit over the top on like, hey, we want to do so and so. Even if you've communicated beforehand, even if you've already talked to them and set expectations beforehand, uh, these things can just drive you a little bit over the edge. But just keeping uh, being respectful through that, even when they're like totally wrong or when they're just being 100% rude like just uh, instead of like reacting to that just being the being the person that says hey you know what that's totally fine like I'm still gonna respect you because this is somebody else's wedding and I respect them enough to not start something right 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 Um, that's good how do you guys handle (laughs) like situations similar to that as a photographer, because I know Courtney, you do photography and Max, like as a videographer, because they're they're viewed as two totally separate things, um, with completely separate like uh, val- values, I guess you can say, um, on the amount of or the amount of value that a bride or a mother of the bride or the groom put on photo versus video, which is a whole totally different yeah. debate on that. But how do you guys handle? stuff like that yeah so i think do you want to answer it first or can i take over <laughs> if you have something you want to say yeah, yeah. okay so first off i will say we don't do as many as much photography anymore because we really like video mostly and like so we'll do some combo packages every once in a while so i'll just say that because i don't do weddings photography for weddings all the time but what I have run into is you know 
not the occasional, almost every single time I do wedding photography is that, you know, they, I feel almost taken advantage of a lot of times mm-hmm. with like, Hey, can you quickly, can you take a picture of this family? Or, <laughs> Hey, can my family really wants to take, have pictures taken over here? Or like, can you do this? Or, and like, I'm supposed to be getting pictures of something else or like, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, the timeline isn't making it, there's no room for that kind of stuff. So I do feel in though in that way I've been felt I felt disrespected, not valued. But maybe you're thinking like photo is more valued than video. It, do you run into that a lot or something? I I'm curious about that. Um, uh, like, yes, um, but not on the day of. We okay. uh, it's almost always on like when they inquire. Okay. Um, okay. And then just I think being able to bring out the value of video within the couple is one of the biggest things that we've been able to do that has helped so much. Um, And it changes the dynamic on the day of because we've had brides who have come in with, yeah, we don't want video. But then uh, some like the planners that we work with, they're like, no, you need to have video. Like talk to them, at least talk to them. And when they do, when they're done with the call, it's like, no, we want video. Like we want everything that we can possibly get because we know what it means now. Um, but then you have people that maybe you weren't on that call, like parents or somebody else that's making decisions. And it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. Like it's not, you know, photography is the thing that you're going to see the most. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. you don't understand what the value is in video and like seeing all of this and like seeing, you know, the people that were around you, uh, 10, 15, 20, 30, however many years from now. Yeah. Um, that holds more value, I feel. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean that photography is less valuable. I think they're both equally the same. Right. But it's it's harder to communicate that to a planner, for example, that maybe doesn't understand the value. Yeah. Or a mother of the bride or mother of the groom on the day of, right? And that's when it can get kind of frustrating because you're like, I've talked to the I've talked to the couple and they know exactly what, like how much value this holds, mm-hmm. but then the planner doesn't get it, and it's like, well, I don't understand why we're doing this, or I don't understand why we're not getting, you right. know, these photos, or I don't understand so and so. But yeah, I feel yeah. like we don't have an answer because we we agree with that. Like we have the same problem. Like we're yeah, um, like we, I don't know. Like we haven't been in the industry forever, obviously. Yeah, but. But like pretty much from wedding number one of doing this full time, which was in February last year, like when people don't know us, um, most of the time, like the chances of someone having looked at our Instagram before the wedding day is like 1%. It's just, it probably didn't happen. Um, and it's, it's like, so they don't take you seriously. They don't, yeah. People don't take, uh, people don't take us, at least us, we, they don't take yeah. us seriously yeah. when they see like video people. Uh, unfortunately the stigma is like, oh, we're just there to run around with a gimbal and be up in the face of the bride and groom and annoy the heck out of everybody. Yeah. Um, but, and I kind of like that, to be honest with you, I kind of <laughs> like it because it's been humbling. It's a humbling thing that I, that probably actually has poured into what I was talking about earlier, how like we have to be respectful to everyone in the room. Like, okay, if I, if you don't know my work, then I'm at least going to give you my best integrity. 
If you don't haven't seen how good my work is, then I at least can give you my best character. And I, that's probably why we are the way we are now. Like we're just so used to like getting lower than everyone else because we already are. We already have been in that place. Like just we are like the least respected vendor until they see the teaser. Yeah. And then they see the teaser like, holy crap. And then all of a sudden that person starts recommend that vendor, that photographer, that planner starts recommending you. But I don't know, man, we're just, we're used to starting in that place. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and prove myself to anyone other than like, mm-hmm. again, through character integrity. And so like, if the mom is being, I don't know, whatever, or if the photographer <laughs> is being whatever, I'm just going to respect them. Be like, okay, yeah. Now there, I will say there is a couple situations. There's a couple weddings where like, I regret not doing a little more confrontation. There was some photographers that were um, pretty rude. And I I wish I would have had the guts just to pull them aside and just humbly say like, hey, listen, can we both share the room 50-50? Um, because I, I, like, I know that we have two different things right now, but they are very similar things and there are things I need. And, and can mm-hmm. we do that? It's just like, I'm heated. I'm heated in those yeah. moments sometimes. Like we had a photographer oh, sure. that, that stole 90% of the day one time. And like the the one, like literally 60 seconds I got with the couple, like I had him for literally 60 seconds. And then she was like, hey, um, could it, could I have some time now? I haven't gotten anything. And that was after an entire day of her just like hogging them. And I was like, oh man, like, Lord, how do I handle this? Like, what do I, you know, like, so like, I'm not going to say anything in front of the bride and groom. There's just no time for this right now. I just got to be creative with what I have, you know, mm-hmm. um, but Regardless, there are, those are a couple, those are a couple of scenarios where like I wish I would have pulled this, pulled them aside because there was like totally out of line things that happened. But all this to say, yeah, like we're used to being at the bottom of the totem pole um, because when people <laughs> don't know who you are, they just don't know who you are, and they haven't looked at your work, right. so they just assume that you're a you're a five hundred dollar videographer that just puts a camera on a tripod or something like that, and then like and then yeah. they see your work, and then find like so. Yeah, man. I think just my answer is just to be patient and like, like work for that, earn that respect. That's fine. If they're not going to respect you, that's fine. Just wait until you see my work, show them the best work they've had. We created promo material for photographers and planners that didn't like us, even though they they weren't nice to us. And they're like, you know what? Here's some content for you. Like here's some stuff for you, free of charge, use it, use it, whatever you want. It's in vertical format for your social media. Do what you want with it. God bless. Mm. And like, and they don't say anything. I don't think they know what to say. They're just like, oh, oh thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, but like, yeah. again, it's like leaving the room knowing like there is no blame on you, that you did right. the best you could on every level to respect these people. And that, that to me is fulfilling. It's like, okay, like I know I did the best I could. We did the best that we could um, in respecting the mom, the, the photographer or whoever that is just kind of stomping on us all day, you know? Yeah, that's good. I want to just add one more thing. I know we're, we're kind of yes. probably sounding redundant, but um, I kind of just want to reiterate that, that other point too about um, just realizing where these people are at. It's like a stressful day, right? Empathizing that it's a stressful day. They want it to go perfect. It's not going to go perfect, but they want it to go perfect, you know? <laughs> but something that um, uh, Jana and Kyle from Meadowlark, I don't know if they'll listen to this, but if they're listening, hello, I love you guys. Um <laughs> But she, we talked to her about this, one of these particular photographers we've never worked with, the worst one. Um, we were just venting to them about this, this experience we had. And something she said to me after the fact just has been, I've been ruminating with it. And just, um, I want to really 
put it into practice in these the weddings that are coming up. But like she said, just remember that sometimes these photographers or she used the photographer, but ever, anybody who's giving you a hard time um, on the wedding day, they're, they might be having a bad day. They might be, you know, have just mm-hmm. had a fight with their husband, you know, have kids, whatever. But just to like, remember that they might be having a bad day. And the one thing you could do is you can pray for them because we're supposed to pray for our enemies. You know, I don't want them to become our enemies, but like, <laughs> you know, in the moment they feel like an enemy. And so when we pray for our enemies, we can have like this better going back into the work with working with them. We can have a better perspective of who they are and what they might need. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they just need a little bit more grace. Maybe they, you know, need um, a hug. I don't know, but whatever it is, like I think it's important to um, to empathize with them and to give them as much grace as possible. And I know we've said that already, but um, yeah. I think that's maybe a really that's going to be the takeaway of our our chat today. Is just yeah, you know, grace so. and empathy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I love that and. I'll tell you, like I've, we went into a wedding at one point, um, and the planner, like she's a sweetheart, and we love her, uh, and we work with her like all the time. Um, but we went into the wedding, and we were, we just wanted to say hi. We wanted to see how she was doing, um, and we did. But when we asked her, "Hey, how are you?" she just started like bawling. Oh. But and it's like because there was something going on outside of the wedding right mm-hmm. but if we wouldn't have asked that like we wouldn't have ever known so That's then right. approaching the day with without that in mind would have been so much different versus now that we have that in mind like we know there's something going on mm-hmm. how can we make things extra special if you will yeah. on the day of right and then um allowing like allowing room for people to kind of just even feel like better around yeah. you like mm-hmm we do some, we, like, there's some stuff. Like, we, I embarrass myself all the time <laughs> on a wedding day um, just to, like, put a smile on somebody's face, right? That's great. Um, because, like, who doesn't just want to, like, giggle or smile on a mm-hmm. wedding day? Uh, mm-hmm. Or at any point, really. And um, also with, I'm going to hit on a second point, which is with uh, people who are hard to work with, just, I think, giving them permission to choose whether to be jerks or not is such a big deal. So the way, the way, and let me kind of elaborate on that. So um, on a wedding day, say this photographer that you guys were talking about took up 90% of the wedding, right? And then you guys took only like 10% of the time, whatever. Um, I would, I just like approaching someone like that, where it's like, hey, um, would it be possible um, for us, or to, just like you said, to share the time on this wedding day? And then you give like them the opportunity to say no. They're never going to say no unless they're total like buttholes. Right. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're never going to say no, but like you've, you've <laughs> set, you've said, you've laid it out in a, yeah. in a, yep, in a way yeah. that gives them the opportunity to be a nice or be like total jerks and they'll see it. And they'll a lot like, because when you, when you tell people what you want, they're never going to see Oh, like, what are, am I being a jerk or not? It's like, no, this is what I want. So it's all about me. Yeah. But if you give them the opportunity to say, hey, I'm giving you the opportunity to be nice to me or to be a jerk, you choose. It's all on you. Like, that changes the game. And that's worked so, so well for us um, so with people that are hard-headed. We only had one photographer who, unfortunately, we, like, he just 
he was like late 50s with a flash all over the whole day i was like dude what are you doing here like um he was just hard-headed it was nothing that we tried got around so ultimately the bride and the groom actually told him like hey you need to chill i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna happen yeah but no i love love um like everything that you guys have said uh, being gracious uh like just being aware of people in general um on on the day of even you don't you, you're right you don't know what's happening to the in, in, outside um you know in their homes or whatever or mm-hmm. how they're feeling um so that's that goes a long way so tell i we're gonna wrap this up in just mm-hmm. a little bit but where where can people find you guys um and i yeah so what's the best way the best place for people to find you guys to kind of communicate and reach out and follow y'all yeah Yeah. so our website is kennethkevinmedia.com um and then our instagram is kennethkevinmedia (laughs) and that's that's where we're the most our uh our instagram is where we're most active obviously um so if you DM us there, um, anything like that, we will get back to you pretty much right away. Um, pretty active on there. We have a Facebook page. I don't really know who really. Does anyone it. use Facebook anymore? Yeah, I don't, really, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how well our Facebook page does for us, or how well anyone's Facebook page does for them, because Facebook does not care about businesses. I don't think. Oh, <laughs> um, but um, we are there, though. We still post our work there and everything, but. Um, yeah, Instagram, you'll, you'll find where most of our stuff and where we're most active on. So yeah, man. Awesome. Now, well, thank you guys so much for just hopping on this call. Like it was awesome just getting to hear from y'all. Um, like I said, I, the, the little bit of time that we got to spend together, um, that you guys stood out to me in that, in the way that you guys are approachable. You guys are just nice. You, um, are a breath of fresh air. And that has been just encouraging. Um, and I can't wait to see what you guys do uh, in your business, um, in your own personal lives, and by who you guys are in general. So, again, thank you so much for hopping on. Thank and you. To those who are listening and to those who are watching, thank you for tuning in. And we will see you guys on the next one. All right. Thanks, you.